reminder always for myself in these difficult times Allah inspires us to seek out the way of tazkiyah, the way of purification. Those whom guided towards the way of submission, it's not enough that they merely accepted Islam but they yet have not gotten anywhere close to Iman. One thing to accept that I want the will of Allah the will of the Creator upon my will and that His will overtake my will, then Allah guide us to the ways of tazkiyah and purification. That way of purification it is a means in which to be tested. So when we come to the guides, not a place of zikr only. There may be people who are authorized to do zikr in different places, but one whom is an authorized guide that is authorized to take you to the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad within a blink of your eye. It's not something difficult. Their soul like a ship moving a second into the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad that you should know with all your heart, don't doubt that. In an instant they're in the presence of Prophet and they take everyone's soul with them in a flash. This is what their shaykhs have raised them, tarbiya and trained them and sent them out. They didn't send out somebody to be empty. These shaykhs and these guides who are Guides from Allah from Prophet they come to test us and train us and to show us what are the characteristics that are most important in Divinely Presence. So means their associations are big tests. When you enter into their association know that they are the spies of the heart. You have the spies from outside that gather intelligence because they work for the material world. There may be also some of them. But the spies for Allah means that their firasan, their spiritual ability is not only to look into your heart but they can go deeper into the layers of your heart. They can understand what your heart is saying regardless of what your lips are saying. Your lips may say many things. But for guidance, you think anybody who wanted to guide will listen to people's lips? Allah said, we're going to seal their mouth. Because <laughs> the mouth, it says every, everything you wanted to say. A guide, he cannot listen to the lips of somebody, but Allah give his heart like a radar. If you think that Toshiba can make an MRI and a CT scanner and an ultrasound and that dolphins have echocardiogram, they have echo and sonar ability. You don't think insan wa lakat karamna bani adam. Allah just said, we have honored your creation. Means whatever you can see of this material world, humans have more power, much more power. The ant, Allah described the ant in Surah Al-Nam. When the armies of Sayyidina Sulaiman are moving, the ant screamed out to all the ants without a mobile phone. Get into your homes, the armies of Suleiman are marching. An ant doesn't even have a head. When you look at the ant, we shut the front, we shut the back. They look the same. 
An ant, Allah is saying, if the ant, I can give the ability of an ant to call out to all the ants that get into your home, the armies are marching. What do you think He gave for a power within the heart of the servant whom He loves? So it means that the, they're, they're toned, their radar is on, their soul is on a vibration, merely their soul senses, it can sense what your intention is, not what you say. It can go deeper into the cavity of your soul to understand what your unknown intention that, oh I, I want to kill the shaykh. If I get an ability I'm going to destroy him. Because the shaykh understands the nafs of people are like a wild lions. And I, they sent a video of this Russian guy in a cage taming lions. He took his eye for one second off and the lion mauled him jumped onto his head, then all three, four lions are coming at all directions. The nafs of insan more dangerous than those lions. They understand what each nafs is looking at, like how dare you trying to train me, I'm in control of this person's body and you're not going to take it back. Then they can go deeper into your reality and find the reality of your soul screaming to them, I'm being held hostage by his body, by his desires. And his body and his desires are destroying us and, and making every badness to come to us. So it means their firasan is unlimited into what Allah want to give and that's why Prophet warned, watch out for the eyes and the vision of the believer because he looks with the light of Allah into the heart. Doesn't look only for the form to see what you're doing with your body, they don't care for the body. So it means with that understanding when we come into the associations of guidance, it's meant to be testing. Everything going to be a little bit aggravated. Everything going to be a little bit off. They want it that way. They want everything to be off. They want it to start late. They want the food to come short. They want to pray fast to see what your heart is saying. Why are you objecting in your heart? Why are you thinking these thoughts into your heart? <coughs> so everything, everything they do in their associations is meant to agitate and aggravate. That way when you agitate and aggravate all of the problems will become surfacing. You see that somebody has lack of patience, somebody has judgment, somebody has all these different characteristics. It's like a doctor's office. They hit your knee and they see your reflex but they don't have to even touch you. They just make the conditions to be agitated and aggravated. With that their heart understands from everyone's souls, even the ones not present and at a distance with them, they can understand, means that they're continuously sending out testing, they're continuously sending out that you want to accompany them, their accompanying is not easy. That the jasus of the God, they have an ability to go in to understand the heart and the condition of the servant, what sickness the servant is suffering from. And what Allah want to bestow as a remedy onto the servant. So it means that when you focus on life, on the things that are not going to gain you Allah's satisfaction. So what does it matter if they're praying too fast, if you have anger inside of you? What do you think Allah is going to ask you? He's going to ask you about the speed in which you prayed. Or is going to ask you, why do you get angry so fast? 
And angry is kufr. Anger, qatab, is disbelief. Anger takes you out of belief. Every moment that you think you have belief and you enter into anger, it takes you out of belief. So means these people of haqqaiq and realities, all of these usul are important but they prioritize, they move them into the priority. The power of your prayer is based on your good character. If the character is no good, you're building a house upon a cliff. So before you focus on trying to build all of these amal, make them so 100%, the qibla 100%, all these movements 100%, I have to spend so much time in this, so much time in that, do like this, do like that. They come back and ask that, what condition is your qalb and your anger? That one take you completely out of belief. If you fall out of belief, what is then the benefit of everything you were doing? So then they come and train. First take a path in which to fight your anger. Anger comes, it becomes like a volcano. And Sayyidina Ibrahim is the example for us that as soon as anger comes onto your body, if you allow the anger to come and the begin to manifest and begin to come out, it's already a volcano. That lava is out and now destroying everything. Means it destroys the heart of the believer. It destroys the path and destroys everything. So then the priority of teaching will go back to the biggest sickness. As soon as anger comes, they take a path within 40 days, my Lord, I'm going to work on a characteristic. So take an external reminder, you don't have to get the band but the concept of the band is that you need something of an outside reminder for an internal problem. Because once it comes, it's too late. It already started to burn everything. So when the anger comes and this qada begins to take over, you say, for 40 days I'm working on my anger, my Lord. And every test that begins to come to me and every condition that I'm put in, Allah says, I don't change the condition of the people until they change what's within themselves. You don't have to keep changing relationships, changing places, changing this, changing that. Allah want you first change yourself. Work on yourself and then all the condition around you will begin to change. So when I want to take a path and working upon anger, I'm going to say, for 40 days my Lord give me the ability to remember I'm working on my anger, I'll tie a string, tie something upon myself to remind myself. As soon as I become angered, I don't want this fire to come and begin to explode. I'm going to use the tools that Prophet wrote for me. As soon as I get angry, I should go and use water. Water puts out fire. Hmm. So then the power of wudu, that I, as soon as I'm getting angry, immediately stop the discussion, stop the situation, I need to go and wash. And many people only understand ritual ab ablution only for time of prayer. But for us, water is all the time, to be in wudu at all times. It's not only for praying. As soon as you leave the state of wudu, as soon as you leave that state of purity, you're free game for shaitan. He's firing in every hole possible and every orifice of the body possible to flip your anger. Wudu is the armor for the believer. So it means as soon as they wash, they wash complete in their wudu, they pray two cycles of salat al-wudu and they seal themselves. When they have that wudu, it's like a deflection from that and when they're reciting and making their du'a, قُلْ يَا 
kuni baddan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. Allah promised for the fire to be cool and peaceful for Sayyidina Ibrahim. So after they make their Salatul Wudu, they're asking, Ya Rabbi, Qulya Nahru Kuli Baddam wa Salaman ala Ibrahim. Grant this fire to be cool and peaceful for me that it doesn't come out as anger. That it doesn't come out as anger. As soon as I take a path in which every time to be conscious of getting angry, go wash. Qulya Nahru Kuli Baddam wa Salaman ala Ibrahim. Ya Rabbi, give me the strength not to get angry at people and then you begin to get your power in your heart where if there's something you have to, to address, there's some sort of an anger you have to go over, you take it into your prayers. Because then when you're upset, cry unto your Lord that, Ya Rabbi, you change my condition, you grant me a relief, you grant me help, please Ya Rabbi, don't let me to, to take my anger out on people. Means you begin to bring that anger as a power within the heart that become like a Divinely love because who can change anything but your Lord? You cannot get angry at people and change them because God's sending the condition and He keeps sending another one. Then you change this one or, or you beat this one or God forbid or you hurt this or you do it. You think you can change things and God just keeps sending another one and another one until one day you realize it's not them, it's something He wants from me. So I'm going to take a path as soon as I'm angry, I'm going to wash. I'm going to pray my prayers of washing. I'm going to ask, Ya Rabbi, grant me control over the anger and I can do it and begin to cry unto my Lord. Go into prostration and cry unto your Lord that I can't do it, help me Ya Rabbi, help me. That anger of, of that fire of anger will turn into a fire of Divinely love within the heart. If you stop burning people with your anger, and you begin to learn how to control it, Allah makes that zeal, that, that desire that you have like a Divinely love and passion in the heart. That only you can resolve my issue, only you can take away this difficulty. There's nobody on this earth can help me if you're not going to help me and not be on my side. And then they begin to develop that immense love. And instead of a, a anger for fire and hurting people, it becomes the fire of their zeal, himmat al-rijal. Himmat al-rijal is a himma and zeal in which they move, they do things. They have an effort to do everything for the love of Sayyidina Muhammad the love of the Divinely Presence. How they got the zeal? It's because they didn't use the fire to attack and to become angry, but they were trained on how to bring the fire in, bring that fire in, bring that desire in, bring that love in and move it into the heart. You move it enough into the heart, if Allah find acceptance, you make your heart to be like a sun. The sun is lit. When Allah lights the heart and become like a shams, it's lit eternally. It's a gift from Allah Anyone ever say, that, oh this one got this, got this one, then he lost it, they're liars. They're, they're hasab, they're Allah they're the worst of people, that they're lying. When Allah gives is like security clearance from TSA. You went through all of the vetting, they know everything about you anciently. When Allah gives, He makes you to be mahfuz that you don't ever be taken away. He blocks everything that would block you from being taken away, they become mahfuz. And Allah grants that light, their heart like a sunshine glowing. Their heart when become like a sunshine, it begins to process like a sun. It's eternally lit. We pray that Allah on this, this is the last 10 days of Ramadan, Etkum minan nah.
free from the fire. The fire not that burn people. Stop being, if you want freedom from fire, then don't be the fire that burns other people. <coughs> we say, oh, my, all my long people are praying, oh Ya Rabbi, come and save me from fire, save me from fire. And look back in your life and say, how much of our you are fire on other people? How God is going to forgive us when we are fire for other people? So Turuq come and teach, you know, first take your own flame out so that your flame is not burning anyone. When your flame doesn't burn anyone, why Allah would have to put you into a flame? It's a very easy system and a process that awliyaullah have accomplished through Allah's ni'mah and grant. We pray that Allah grant our flame to be brought down and this flame to be the flame of ishq and love, patience and tolerance and good character, good example. Warning in these days, if you go somewhere where the people have bad characteristic, it's like sitting with the people who are half ta'un. If you sit with people who are crazy, yelling and screaming all the time, backbiting, they have a sickness. It's like measles, like, like plague. If you sit with them, you're going to get sick. There's no logic with it. You sit with, you sit with people who are sick, you will become sick. Because that's why we learn the practice of isolate. We choose to go where people are good, their character is good. They are exemplars of the faith. If what they learn they don't practice and their students don't show the sample of what they're teaching, run. Because if you sit with sick people you will become sick. Their bad characteristics will be dressing every association. We pray that Allah give us a wisdom and understanding. Welcome to Muhammadan Way YouTube channel, your premier destination for videos on Sufi spirituality, classical Islamic teachings, and realities of the soul. With a library of over a thousand videos and new titles uploaded weekly, join us to discover true meaning and inner peace in our often troubled world. Click the link now to subscribe.